Welcome back. Welcome. Hello. Um, it might be a little echoey, this sound of ours, because guess what? We're in the same space. We're in the same room. <laughs> We're about room. two feet away from each other. Once yeah. again. It's kind of weird. Close enough to touch. It's great. But we won't. Well. Because this is a PG podcast. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, we moved in. We're in an apartment. 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 <laughs> we, We're in a brand new apartment. I shattered a mirror. Oh, yeah. Already. So it's going really well. <laughs> so I have bad luck now for seven years, but... Yeah. That's okay. It is okay. Maybe we can do a mirror emoji Ooh. next week. Yeah. Is there a mirror emoji? <laughs> Honestly, I doubt it, but I'll look. Well, there should be. We there be. is. There is? Okay. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. It's, it's amazing. We're talking about superstitions again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, it might be a lot of cyclical stuff. That's but okay. I think because I like Halloween so much, maybe superstitions won't work on me. Maybe. <laughs> well, you got a... Did you throw salt over your left shoulder? Well, I thought that was only when you spilled salt. Well, I think it's, you know, to ward off any evil. Okay. I put we my can do shoes... some reading on it. We can do some reading. Maybe you have to smash another mirror to, like, cancel it out. Oh. I don't know if I want Let's to see. do that. How to avoid seven years of bad luck. Okay, there's some reversal techniques. Okay. <laughs> Breaking a mirror will give you seven years of bad luck. We all know this, but what can you do about it? I have seven fast techniques that wow. can save your soul. All right. Um, um, I'll be fine. There. Oops. Number one, throw salt over your left shoulder. Okay. I'm doing it right now, listeners. As soon as possible. So, yeah, throw it. Don't just sprinkle it. I threw. You could put some in your hand and just, you know. This is harder than it. I'm going to yeah. have to sweep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. You know what you just did? I reversed. You threw the salt straight onto the devil who lurks there. Oh. Because okay. I, I think it comes back to, like, you know, devil on your shoulder, angel on your shoulder, oh. you know? So you throw your salt at the devil. The devil's on the left? Say, get at, I don't know, I guess so. According to Morton Salt, which is a salt company, <laughs> the French throw a little behind them to hit him in the eyeball. This will buy you some time to get away. Okay. Oh, and some people even crawl under a table after throwing the salt further removed. <laughs> uh, you can also spin in circles three times, counterclockwise. Well, I did that. I'm always spinning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Grind the mirror into a fine powder. Mm. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to say no because I did cut my leg. And yeah, that there was already hurt. a lot of fine powder everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently grinding the mirror shards into a fine powder prevents you from being able to see your reflection. So I guess that, you know, you get rid of the evil reflection in there or something. Okay. Or you could... Reuse your broken glass for a DIY. I mean, I thought about it, but then I was like, actually, there's nothing. Yeah. There's no way to salvage this. Are there any south running streams nearby? I don't. I guess we'll have to. I walk think the river. And... The river, maybe. Maybe. Uh. There's a river nearby. You gotta throw the broken mirror into a south running stream. That seems really dangerous. And it the washes away the bad luck in only seven hours. Or you could blacken the mirror with fire. <laughs> I don't think our sweet. landlord would like that. Touch a tombstone with one glass shard. There was a. We were there right, are. There is a graveyard right across right the street. Across there's the a graveyard. Well, well, 
a little ways down, right across the yeah. street, there's a grocery store. Yeah, which everyone <laughs> is jealous of. Um, but I think we already threw away all the glass shards. You didn't keep any. Yeah. Hmm. It's okay. It's supposed to lift the seven-year curse immediately. This all seems... Bonus tip, bury the glass, <laughs> where the spirits can't find them. Okay. It is best to do this at night so your reflection is less likely to be taken with the pieces. Bring a friend, friend with you if you're scared of the dark and be wary of the moonlight. <laughs> You're scared of the dark. Um, I found out the other day I was driving and the moon was shaped like an oval. And I thought, oval sounds like ov- like ovum, like an egg. So I wonder if oval comes from egg. I googled it. It does. That's That was a big brain moment for you. Oval's just from the Latin for egg, ovum. Yeah. It's like egg-shaped. How do you pronounce oval? Oh, sorry. Because they say V's like W. Well, we say oval. We don't say ol. Okay. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying. That's how they would have said it. Uh, you may be wondering how you're supposed to know if the method you tried worked. Okay. I am, actually. Uh, the answer is pretty simple. If you can still see your reflection in a mirror, then your soul is safe. There, There's one mirror here. I'm you here. You a vampire? Oh, okay, there you go. Uh, your soul is safe for now. My soul is safe for now? Yeah. If you want to be extra safe, then... With, they used the wrong then. Uh, carrying <laughs> a good luck charm such as a four-leaf clover or horseshoe is likely to help. I love my rabbit's foot at home because it was shedding its red fur, so I think I'm screwed. <laughs> this post has 134 comments. Amelian Moreta said, I broke a mirror and now I'm probably going to die. Please, two-way mirrors, please tell me if I'm going to die. Two-way mirrors is the website name. Oh. And then one person caught replied to that, oh noes. It might be a good idea to make a small investment in the salt. <laughs> wow. I think I'll be fine. People are very superstitious. And, like, people freak out. Yeah. Like, legit, if they, you know. I'm sure there's some people, like, what what we did when the mirror fell and broke was we just kind of, like, stared at it. Yeah, we, we, like, we mm. stood there. I, was, <laughs> I heard the crash, and then I came over because I, like, wanted to make sure you didn't die. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And you were like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My first thought was. we just was, swept it up. And <laughs> well, because I, I was carrying it up the stairs yeah. into our apartment and superstition by stevie wonder got stuck in my head because i was like oh broke the broke yeah. the looking glass seven years of bad luck and then i was like that would be so funny if it broke and then, and it, then broke, it broke and about like, 20 minutes later i was like huh okay so. but nobody nobody was killed by my dresser yeah that was a beast i'm so, glad i was not there for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in my mind i was like well a broken mirror is Way, way less bad than my mom dying from a dresser crushing her. Which is what you dreamed about. Yeah, I, I had a nightmare about it. Yeah. But we got the dresser up, and I'm never bringing it back down. The next tenants can deal with that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what my mom has said that about a couch that's in in our house. Not our house. Not our house now. Our house back home. Which, But this is our home now. But in our house. Transitional period. It's a pull-out couch, <laughs> but we never use it as a pull-out couch. But... My mom said it was the heaviest thing she's ever had to move. And she said it will burn here with the house. It will die here. Yeah. It will not be leaving that house. Mm-hmm. So the same for the dresser. Yeah. Hopefully it'll die here long after I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good dresser. Just very heavy. It's, yeah, it's very nice. I still need a dresser. Yeah, it's okay. We're finding things. We're looting yeah. <laughs> Pillaging. I found a $3 rug today. I'm, I'm like, I can't I, believe that's real. I know. But every other rug was like, 
minimum $11. I was like, why what? is this one $3? And it was only that color. Weird. Weird. But it was pink. And I was yeah, like, pink is nice. And it said free 30 day returns. Rice.com so is. I sorted price low to high. And it was the first I one. I mean, all of these are like, yeah, they're so cheap. That scares me. Why are they so cheap? And all the reviews were good too. It was like, it takes a while to flatten out, but. That's like every rug, you know? That's every rug. So I was like, oh, this is fine. Hmm. <laughs> they have some that are 60% off and are still $2,000. <laughs> I know, I accidentally There's hit price really... high to low the first yeah. time, and it was like, you know, this one's on sale, and it was $141,000 on sale. Oh my god. So Why is rugs.com like that? It's crazy that you okay, can buy... Okay, they have a lot of, like, hand-woven rugs. Yeah, you can get a $3 rug and a $141,000 rug in the yeah. same spot. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That's kind of really weird, actually. The internet's crazy. <laughs> We're not here to talk about rugs. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to talk about everyone's favorite emoji, the muted speaker emoji. Yeah. Which I definitely did not randomly generate last time. (laughs) Yeah. Because I couldn't decide. Hey, we did it. We're here. (laughs) Yeah, we're here. And I actually think it's going to be really interesting to talk about because I have five Wikipedia pages pulled up. Yeah, Callie keeps teasing me. And I I think it's really interesting. I'm so excited think, to hear. I think about it's it. most interesting to look at it, but I, I, you know, I can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess like talking about the different versions is a little odd because yeah, you know, it's they're like, all ooh, here I to like this one play a part. Yeah, I like Twitter's. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the ones that do the profile of the speaker and less of like a Facebook's is interesting. Mm. It's like the the no circle is like hovering. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like, that's kind of cool. Like it's blocking the sound waves. Yeah, like it it looks like it's coming out of the speaker. I think that one might be my favorite. I mean, there's not really a lot to talk about with all of these. Yeah, like the there's some that have just a line. There's some that have an X, and there's some that have a circle with a line, and they all get the point across. <laughs> yeah, like this is a very tactical. Emoji. It's not really there for Expression viewing emotions. purposes. I mean, it could, <laughs> but it's just kind of there, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the least whimsical one we've done. I would agree. But not in a bad way. Yeah, it's just it's just a utility emoji. Hmm. face has the line going the opposite direction as all of the other ones. Why is that a phenomenon that people always do the line? Top left to bottom right. Is that like a thing? That's a great question. I guess it. this says that TV formats drew their lines from left to right and then top to bottom. So I guess it made mm-hmm. sense to go from top left to bottom right because that was like the mm-hmm. order that they drew it. I don't know. I don't know what that Interesting. means. Interesting. It's zero, zero to one, mm-hmm. one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Coding. <laughs> Well, I think a, a really interesting idea that is illustrated well by this emoji is kind of like conveying ideas through pictures. Yeah. Because obviously, like, these speakers all look very different, but they kind of have the same, like, they look like little megaphones. Mm-hmm. You don't really see speakers that look like that. <clears throat> We've kind of associated this idea of, like, sound and volume of a device 
as being this like megaphone shaped speaker thing. Yeah. And then a red line or symbol or something illustrating the concept of no. Yeah. Like, and you see this all the time with like no dogs, no mm-hmm. skateboarding here. Like, you know, the big circle with the line through it means no. Yeah. And it's like a universal, like, you don't really need, you just kind of learn it through living in human society. Although, I will say, I love when a speaker has a little X coming out of it. Yeah. Like, instead of, like, the lines got, like, a little X. I like that. Yeah. But I I understand. That is quite nice. I think, which which (laughs) emoji does that? LG. Oh, yeah. Towards the bottom. Yep. LG has a little X. I do like that, because it's it's not that there's no speaker. It's that the speaker is there, but there's no sound. Yeah. Like, there's no sound coming out of the speaker. That's kind of what it's conveying. So, I would agree. I do, like... Yeah. That's how it is on my computer, which is why I thought about it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I have a MacBook, so it's it's got just a line. Oh, yeah. A full line through it. The symbol is like, it has the speaker with all the lines and then a line through everything, which is weird. That is weird. But anyway, so this, this is an example of an ideogram, which puts oh, together yeah. the words idea and gram, which is like... To write. So to write out an idea. Wikipedia says an ideogram or ideograph is a graphic symbol that represents an idea or concept independent of any particular language and specific words or phrases. And they have some examples of like, you know, those classic signs that you'll see at like the park or the beach, like no smoking, no swimming, all that stuff, no diving. Mm -hmm. And I kind of went down like a little rabbit hole. So they've got this whole section about how ideograms even develop Mm -hmm. and it kind of comes from this like evolution basically of you know a pictogram which is like a representation of a physical object just in writing yeah so it's not like a a symbol that you come up with that's kind of arbitrary although i'll get to it's not actually that arbitrary for example drawing a fish and having that pictogram mean fish so mm-hmm. like other emojis are a good example of this because it's like the emoji for a dog yeah is a dog you know but an emoji like a heart it doesn't actually mean that there's something in real life that looks like that yeah it's like representing love as a concept i think it's crazy i think that's really cool so like an ideogram is a concept and a pictogram is like a real thing yeah. Okay. That's like the main distinction. That's so cool. And pictograms kind of developed into ideograms in like hieroglyphic writing and like also cuneiform, which is like one of the earliest forms of writing. Yeah. So there, Wikipedia has like a lot of information about all that if you're interested. But then the second paragraph of this article talks about how numerals and mathematical symbols are also ideograms. Yeah. Which kind of blew my mind a little bit. Because they're universal, like any yeah. language. and it's like one. It's not like you draw one dot and that yeah. means one. It's like, no, this symbol means the concept of one. Yeah. And math is just like a concept, really. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so weird. It's so weird. And then, and then, <laughs> you are you familiar with the ampersand? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All of these different symbols, like the ampersand and... The percent symbol, the pound symbol, all of those are also ideograms. Mm-hmm. And then I, I went on down this rabbit hole about the ampersand. 
<laughs> I never knew that that squiggly S meant section. Yeah. Like it's, it's like weird. two S's Isn't on top of each other. Isn't that like a simoleon? Yeah. Yeah. So every time I see it, I'm like, why are we playing The Sims right now? <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to The Sims. It does. But I also learned, reading about the ampersand, that it also can be described as a heterogram, which is any symbol that is pronounced differently than what is written. So oh. another, for example, EG, which is like an abbreviation that we use. Yeah. You don't say egg. You say, for example, or egg. like for instance. <laughs> Yeah, Even though it's true. technically in a, it's a, an abbreviation that comes from Latin, it means exempli gratia, which means example given. And there's like a bunch of other like Latin phrases that have just become that. And the ampersand is actually what's called a ligature. Which is like a combination. Which of is a combination symbols. of symbols. Yeah. It's a combination of E and T. And et is the Latin word yeah. for and. Yeah. So, so it, it like just, is it its own and. example of like writing, which came... <laughs> From like, I don't know, my brain is just breaking over this. It's like, we developed writing in letters as like, you know, kind of extensions of ideograms and like a system of writing. Mm -hmm. And then we almost went like further with that, with the word and, E-T, and like connected it together and made a new ideogram symbol Yeah, out of those letters. Which, like, the development on the ampersand Wikipedia at, is oh so my God, crazy. It's so interesting. Because, like, I've seen, you know, I've seen the, the middle symbol before where it's like, oh, yeah, that's for sure an E and a T. Uh-huh. Because, like, an, an ampersand now doesn't really look like E-T, but if you look at, like, how it developed, you're like, oh, okay, that for sure makes sense. How yeah. it would, like, because then it's so much easier to draw in one swoop. Yeah. Which is probably just why just kind of, like, uh, you know. Yeah. And also, like... In school, they sometimes teach you, like, oh, you, you can write and really short by doing, like, a backwards three shape and then a line through it. Mm-hmm. That's usually how I would write my little, like, and signs if I needed to. Now I just do, like, a little plus sign or something. <laughs> These handwriting. But that's another example. Have you seen this? Yeah. The handwriting samples are so funny. Yeah. A backwards three is also just, like, a cursive E. Mm-hmm. And then a line going through it is, like, a T shape. So it's just another way of doing the ampersand. Yeah. And it's so weird. It's crazy. That's crazy. And it's everywhere. Like, And it's everywhere. Johnson & Johnson. AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> D&D. I just think that's so... I think it's so cool. It really is. And then, how did it even get its name? Okay, the term ampersand is a corruption of and... Per se, and, which literally means the character and by itself is the word and. <laughs> so it's just saying that the character means So it's and. basically just saying this, like, this character is and, is the word and. And that's, <laughs> that was its name. Wow. And versus and. Ampersand. Ampersand. Wow. I suddenly want to get an ampersand tattoo. You should. I've been thinking about it. I kind of like it as a symbol. It's pretty cool. I mean, that would be a great tattoo also because it's like... And I took four years of Latin in high school. Yeah. So it's like, I've always kind of wanted to get a tattoo with Latin in it. <laughs> but I've always been afraid that like I would get the translation wrong. And yeah. It would be embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, words are always scary too where it's like, you know... And like kind of like everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people get tattoos in Latin or like yeah. years in Latin. Yeah. Like Roman numerals and it's like... 
not to diss people who have tattoos like that, but it's like, okay. (laughs) You know, it's like, all right. No one can actually read that. Yeah. The ampersand would be cute. Yeah. It's also kind of like a mental health thing. Yeah, exactly. It looks like... It's like such a fun symbol. Yeah, you could make it like really fancy. Like you could do like whatever version you want. Yeah, I could get any font I want. <laughs> Similar characters. There's different in Irish and Scottish Gaelic. The character hmm is used in place <laughs> of the ampersand. It's like a little seven kind of. Mm-hmm. Tyronian <clears throat> sign et, a stylized form of Latin et. Oh, and then I was also reading about other ligatures. Because I've noticed when reading, if you've ever read a book in print, sometimes you'll notice the word like first or fire, anything with an Mm F-I. Where did the little tittle go? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Where did the tittle go? Where did the tittle go? And it's kind of been absorbed by the F, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like in there. And I think it's the same with um, F and, yeah, F and L. They're kind of like squished together a little bit. And, you know, the the cross of the F actually will extend to the L and touch it. Mm-hmm. They are touching. And the same is true with the I, like it connects. And that's another example of a ligature. Yeah. And they just do that just to make it look nicer. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't look that much nicer. Than <laughs> yeah. It looks like they just got squished together. I'm about to nerd out really hard right now. Yeah. When I was in middle school into high school, so not that long ago... Uh-huh. I tried to learn how to write ancient runes. Yeah. <laughs> and I would do this, like, all like day. Like Viking runes? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I was learning the younger Futhork, the elder wow. Futhork. Wow, I, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was... But um, it's not, like, the same as the English alphabet. Like, there's just general no. approximations for sounds. Like, a yeah. cuss sound might be the same as, like, C yeah. versus K. The TH is the thorn, which is like thorn. Yeah. how we get like ye old because they would write TH as just one symbol. It was like a weird looking P. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, it looks like but a it was little called P. thorn. And then they would use that and put like thorn E and then like store. And so, it would, and then yeah. when people would write it into like the English alphabet, it just became like ye old store yeah. or like ye store. Just were like, oh, this is a Y for some reason. Yeah. Like, it just got changed to be a Y. No, like no one was saying like, <laughs> Ye old shop. Yeah. They were saying the old shop. Like, they were saying the... Yeah, the shop. The or shop. Some, yeah. You know. Um, but there's also a way to use ligatures in runes to, like, mm-hmm. make ideas, because runes can also be ideograms. So, like, you baller. know... Yeah. There would be, like, a rune for, like, baller. sun, so you would use that. Yeah. And if you wanted to say, like, Sunday, you would use a rune oh, for sun and a rune for that's day. That's how we get Sunday. And you could combine it. And it would be Sunday, and it's just one symbol. If you wanted to write Wednesday, you would combine Odin and yeah. Day. Uh-huh. And it was... I would have so much fun, like, figuring out, like, ligatures. That's and so then, cool, like, Writing actually. out, like, I'm going here on Sunday. And then it would be, like... That's really cool. Six runes. And I really wish I could still read it, but I remember getting my, a copy of The Hobbit book, and the first page has a bunch of runes on it and they're like Norse runes so I was like yeah. translating it and it's just the first sentence of the book it's like you know in the Shire there lived a hot or something like that yeah and it's just that in runes and I was so, so I was cool. like I feel so cool right now That's <laughs> being really able to cool. read it in runes yeah there's a lot of really interesting ligatures in other languages too um notably in German and then 
other like Scandinavian languages. Mm. Um, if yeah. Have, if you've ever seen like the A and E yeah. combined, that's like when I when I was in Denmark. Um, <laughs> that's a letter that they have in their alphabet. It's not just a combination of those two letters. It's like that's its own letter. How do so you no, say its own it? vowel. Um, kind of just like an A and an E together. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm trying to remember if <laughs> I can think of any words that had it in it. I don't really know how to say it. I don't remember. But learning how to write it was really confusing because it's like, how do you write that as one letter, like, in handwriting? Because my letters, like, I just kind of naturally link all my letters together when I write because I just write kind of messy. Yeah. So it's like, well, how do I? So I had to, like, do, like, a little, (laughs) make my own little symbol for it so I could, you know, remember it. Yeah. Um, And also in German, they have a letter called SZ, which Mm -hmm. is, it looks like a B. It looks like a fancy B. But it's pronounced like a Z and an S together or two S's together. Yeah. Um, So... A lot of times people like will just write two S's instead of doing the S set, but it's like its own letter and it's a it came from a ligature of like kind of like an S shape and then like a lowercase like a cursive Z sort of shape. Yeah. Oh that's so crazy. I think so I just remember being in choir it's just weird. and like the freshman would we would get like a German piece and the freshman yeah. would see the the B like the B. The B be like uh, and th- none of them would sing during, like, that line. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. But it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, like, and literally, like, the first thing you learn in most languages is how to say, like, my name is. Mm-hmm. And the word for, like, I am called, like, that you use to introduce yourself is Heisa, which is, yeah, has an et set in it. So, Heisa. yeah, you'd say, ich Heisa. Ich Heisa. And then your name. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Then I could say. I don't remember how to conjugate verbs anymore. It's okay. Do highs? No. Do highs. Okay. I was right. You're I was getting, right. You're getting it. <laughs> but there was some there was some guy in uh America, I think. John Elliott. He was trying to get a ligature of two O's together. Kind of <laughs> just looking like an infinity symbol. He was trying to make that a thing to differentiate between the vowel sound of food as opposed to like hook. Like yeah. both of those have two O's in them, but they're not it's not food and hook or like yeah. food and hook. So he was like, we need to have a ligature to distinguish them and but it didn't catch on, unfortunately. That's I mean, that would be interesting. And the letter W. Oh yeah. The letter W is a ligature. It is. It's like two U's together. Yeah, who would have ever thought? Or two V's if you're French. <laughs> Double V. Double V. Double V. Which is just really, that's crazy. I get, see, I get a lot of those, like, creepy picture videos on TikTok. Do you ever get those? Yeah, all Where it's the like time. a, it's like a slideshow of, like, scary pictures. And a lot of those are just ideograms, like, signs that have been posted mm-hmm. that are, like, ways to tell people, like, if you go here, you will die. Or, yeah. like, if you ski down this mountain, you will die. But, like, they can't just put that in English. I saw one that was, like, I think it was, like, in an elevator. And it was, like, basically telling you, be careful if you have something big in the elevator. Yeah. And it's not fully in the door. Because I think it might have been, like, a freight elevator that didn't really have a fully closing door. Yeah. And it just showed 
one frame of a guy just like smiling with like a big box or something. And the next frame was the elevator descending. Mm. The corner of the box had caught on the door, lifted it up, and it had like tilted and was crushing him into the ceiling. Oh my god. Yeah. Which like that gets the point across. It gets the point across. So you're like, <laughs> okay, I should make sure this like object is all the way inside the elevator. Yeah. It's I mean, those things are like really freaky, but yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. We probably have because I'm obsessed with the it. nuclear place. But yeah, there's like yeah. radiation architecture. Yeah. Which I is, think that's fascinating. Yeah. It's such a good like intersection of art and like I don't know. Yeah. Engineering, like, civil engineering. How do you tell people guess, like this place isn't habitable? This place will kill you if you stay here for too long. <laughs> yeah. Like in I don't know, maybe a thousand years where no one speaks English anymore, maybe doesn't have the same doesn't use the same symbols so they yeah. don't understand the circle with a line through it means no mm-hmm. so. i mean we watched that john wilson episode last night where it's like mm-hmm. he I, I can't even remember what episode we were watching it just like because goes off the rails just, so yeah, oh, it was how to find a public restroom yeah but he like goes down into this bunker that ha- it's like made for congress and our government oh my god for like if there's a nuclear attack yeah so that they can like still run a government and which like, why would you do that <laughs> why would anyone want to do that honestly at this point just let it die but yeah i guess people <laughs> you know they find comfort in the familiarity and it would be nice to have somebody in charge even if they like the illusion that somebody knows what's what and they're there's doing. some something is gonna get fixed even though it wouldn't yeah but they had like riot gear down there to like yeah. protect people from each other not to protect from outsiders and that was like the way like he went on this tour and the fact that they just like (laughs) said that with no like they were like oh yeah this was to protect them from each other Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like full guns like it wasn't just like it was like rifles and which is horrible yeah and i mean i said like i would watch a show that was like post-nuclear fallout like you know, what's left of the United States is it yeah. is in this bunker. Like, I would watch that show because that would be so, like, yeah, horrifying, honestly. I feel like, like I a, wouldn't be able to know? watch a U.S. version of it. <laughs> yeah. The U.S. is a little bit too yeah nuts already. It feels like a bad reality show already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of is. Like, are we sure that it's that's not what it is? Like, is this just one big social experiment? I think humanity as a whole was just a big social experiment and we should yeah, uh, cut our losses. I think there's a god who's laughing right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good... I googled scary signs and this one came up. Oh! It's a picture of a hippo. And on the sign it says splatter zone and then the hippo is shaking its tail and spraying poop. You know what it is. <laughs> it's poopy. Yeah. Which, like, that gets the point across. I'm trying to find this elevator sign. I found it. And it's not in English. It's maybe in Swedish. Actually, it's probably exactly what it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's really intense. It's like this guy, he's just got, like, a like a trash can. Didn't pull it all the way in. Uh-oh, it crushed him against the wall and the ceiling. And he's dead now. And it says, Vanning for Klavisk. This Basically, says, I mean, sometimes, you know how you can read, like, Swedish, Norwegian, like, kind of as if it's English, and it's, yeah. like, almost there? It's like a joke. It almost. says, Farlit an... I don't know. 
the transport your goods with care something yeah this one says danger risk of impalement oh and it's somebody being impaled on a fence which is very clear Mm mm-hmm deadly manure gas is possible death may be immediate oh my god (laughs) which like obviously these signs are necessary yeah but they're so freaky or have you seen these ones where it's like fire danger yeah and then it'll change based on like how dangerous it is yeah and some of them are like catastrophe yep (laughs) and i i know this isn't isn't an example of an ideogram but the the just ominous words sometimes really get me this container transports a disease which has no cure oh my god that's i saw that in a tiktok yeah it's like there's just these phrases that just really and there's somewhere it's like 29 people have died on this path you will become the 30th if you do not know um yeah where you are i mean because like you have to there like there has to be a reason for the sign you know like yeah yeah this one warning this cave will try to kill you ellison's cave has killed three so far and tried to kill seven more there will be more do not let it be you like oh my god that would make me turn around immediately like yeah (laughs) This one is a picture of a jellyfish attacking a man. Ooh, that looks like a Portuguese man of war. It does. It's actually not a jellyfish. Not a jellyfish. Yeah. It's a hydrozoan. It's a colonial organism. Colonial organisms all together in one collective body, which is kind of terrifying. <laughs> Ooh, there's one from a graveyard that says, Caution, historic monuments may be unstable. Fallen mon- monuments can injure or kill. Please do not lean against, climb on, or play around structures in the cemetery. And then it shows a picture of one small man knocking over a big plinth, basically, and falling onto another person. This one says, beware of falling snakes. Yeah, I just saw that. (laughs) What? That's like... That happened in my high school. Falling snakes? Yeah, my bio teacher, who I did not like very much, had two snakes in her classroom and uh, they would often get out and climb into the air vent. And then oh. the duct to her room, the straightest path was to the girl's locker room. So uh. on two separate occasions, a snake fell onto someone in the girl's locker room. That's not good. That seems bad. <laughs> yeah, and then they forced her to take her snake home. And she cried yeah. all day and, like, the whole class. She just she had one like, snake? She had two snakes. Two snakes. And it would they would just escape? Yeah. That's really bad. There was a teacher in my <laughs> high school that had about 50 snakes. Oh, my God. In his classroom. He, I don't know how he was allowed to bring all these snakes, <laughs> but he had, like, a tortoise also and, like, some scorpions and a tarantula. And he would, wow. Yep. Mr. Hallish. What did he that teach? Uh, he taught zoology. Okay, that makes sense. And honors chemistry, I think. It would be really funny um, if you were, like, accounting. <laughs> he yeah, he like, taught personal finance. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I think he might have also taught, like, intro, uh, like, honors biology at one point. Huh. But, yeah, it was like, he taught, he was taught science. Um, and he also, he would run an after-school program that was called Kids and Critters. And I oh. still regret not being a part of it. I don't I know why I can't believe you wouldn't have done that. I know. But, <laughs> I don't know why. But you basically just got to, like, go after school and, like, handle the snakes and stuff and, like, yeah. learn how to handle them. And then, if you 
did that and like he deemed that you were like responsible enough to like handle the snakes and everything you could bring them to class whoa you would have to ask everyone in the classroom if it was okay first and ask the teacher too and then people would just bring snakes to class and i remember one of my classmates like he had a pretty big like ball python i think and Mm -hmm. it snakes really like warmth yeah so it went inside his sweatshirt and was like wrapped around him and then like his its head was coming out like the other sleeve and it was just like chilling and i was i don't i still regret that it's like my biggest regret Damn of, it. like, my high school life is that I never did that. I would love to have a snake as a pet. Because it, it's just so cool. And I, like, have always wanted to have a snake. And, like, I did get to hold them once because we did, like, a little trip in middle school mm. to go see the snakes. And I held an albino uh, python, I think, named Jasper. Wow. He was pretty cool. He was really heavy. But snakes are heavy because they're, like, just pure muscle. Yeah. I have a picture of... Tommy holding a snake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're there. And I'm in the background. And I held a big snake a, once No, you know how he's holding it? He's holding it like how those people in cat shows hold cats up. Yeah, yeah. They just, like, stretch them out, kind of. Oh. The cats just, like, they're like water. They just stretch. Yeah. There's a picture of me somewhere holding a big snake. I'm trying cat to Cat show it. holding cats. Like, they... <laughs> this is how... <laughs> This is how he was holding the cat. <laughs> or the not the cat, he was holding a snake. Yeah. That's hilarious. Whoa. Well, Can't even see the end. You're not really holding it. You're kind of touching it. I'm holding it. I its body weight was on me. It was okay. a huge snake. We needed like five snake. people. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Who whose snake was that? Some guy. I don't know. <laughs> During uh camp it was great because they would always they would have, like, an event every day. It was, like, a day camp or whatever. Yeah. And one of the events every year was, like, reptiles. And reptiles. they would bring in, like, a, you know, a guy with a bunch of critters. And it was never always reptiles because they would have, like, a chinchilla. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, that's not that's a reptile. That's not a reptile. But it was always cool. They would, like, yeah. start the thing by, like, opening up the tortoise cage and it, the tortoise would just, like, wander around all the <laughs> time the whole time yeah if you were with the older kids because the younger kids would you know mm-hmm. grab at them but it was always fun that's and pretty cool. my seventh grade science teacher had a bearded dragon that she would let people bring home that's if they cool. were good enough <laughs> yeah one of the teachers in my middle school had little leopard geckos oh. that we would take out sometimes in class and i remember like one time one of them was like shedding yeah, oh, that's crazy. And, like, you could tell, like, where the skin still was because it was, like, a totally different color. Yeah. And it was, like, peeling off of her face, I think. I kind of wish we shed our skin, like, in one like in one swoop. Yeah. I mean, if you get a really bad sunburn. <laughs> but have you ever seen those, like, foot peel things? No, I have. I want to do one so bad. I'm, like, I really so want to do a chemical foot peel. We should do one. We should do one. <laughs> Chris get two it. foot peels in our space i think they sell them just like at cbs <laughs> they probably do we could go yeah okay we'll we'll go we'll let you know how it goes we will not post pictures no <laughs> we will sorry sell those pictures uh for a price a hefty price we could and then we could buy a couch <laughs> <laughs> now there's an idea now there's a business model have you ever seriously considered selling feet pics i've seriously considered taking on sugar daddies on Instagram because I get a DM. I probably get like three DMs a day. 
I haven't checked my um, like DM requests yeah. in a while. It's uh, weird. Let's, let's do it right now, actually. Let's see. Like, it's weird that I get so many because I'm not... Oh, I have zero requests. Okay, I'm, that's good. I'm not popular. It's okay. Like, my account is private and... I get weird, like, <laughs> fake women trying to follow me a lot. I get a lot of, like, I, I won the lottery and I'll, I'll send you money. Which I know all of them are scams. Like, yeah. I know, you know, if you if I responded to the sugar daddy, they would be like, just send me a payment so I know that, like, I know it's you. Yeah. And then I'll pay you, Or just, you, like, give like, me your bank account information. Yeah. And then I'll, like, wire you some money. But maybe one time it would be real. And then I just yeah. have to text them, like, hey, daddy, every morning. I mean, there, <laughs> I see some crazy TikToks that, like, there are women who do this. Yeah. And, like, honestly, anyone that, like, there's, like, certain websites and apps, and you can get paid to literally, like, degrade men yeah. over text <laughs> and just, like, tell them, you know, a few times a day that they're worthless, and they oh pay you because that, they get off on that, you know? So, there's a market for everything. Like, honestly... But then I would feel bad. Like I would feel bad, but it doesn't sound like a terrible deal. I know. Like, if it's not hurting anybody. You know, kind of just like a little passive income. <laughs> yeah. Coming in. Buy myself a sweet treat every now and then. Yeah. Because I've been thinking a lot. I brought so much yarn to this house. Yeah. So I was like, what could I make and sell? Yeah. That would be fun. But yeah. then I'm like, that's... I, I would have to make things. I would have to have the time to make things. Yeah. I don't know if I'll have that. Yeah. But who knows? It's a struggle. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We'll be working... Big boy jobs. And... Yeah, I start working tomorrow. Yeah. That's weird. I, I just, I still feel like it's just going to feel like a summer camp for the first week or just like a weird unpaid internship. <laughs> yeah. And then I think once I get my first paycheck, I'm going to be like. I don't even know if it'll hit then though. You'll just be like, cool money for Yeah, I'm going to be like, yay. <laughs> money for rent. Because <laughs> yeah. that's probably all I'm going to be able to afford. Yeah. And a box of pancake mix. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to spend all my money, you know. Yeah. My dad keeps asking me, like, what's going to be your first big purchase? My dad asked me that, too. I'm like, I don't know. Food? <laughs> yeah. Maybe new shoes, because mine are falling apart. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what I'll buy. I don't know. Like, there's, there's a lot of things that I just, like, need to get, and those don't really feel like... Yeah, that's not, like, that's not what they mean. Purchases. Yeah, they're, they're asking and there's like, like some little things that I want. It's like, oh, yeah. I really like these, you know, pants that I saw online. Like, yeah, maybe I'll buy those, but they're like fifty dollars, so I want to mm-hmm. wait until I like know I can afford that. Yeah, fifty dollars is like not that much, but it's like kind of a lot for pants, but they're cool. So, oh, you got pants in mind, huh? I got pants in mind. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, I really want to get this thing, but it's like, ah, oh, I don't really want to spend money, spend you know. 30 bucks on that when I could spend 30 bucks on a nightstand that I need because yeah. all my stuff is just on the floor right now. <laughs> I mean, my dad was like, yeah, my first big purchase was a guitar. And I was like, okay. I, can't, I will not be able to buy a guitar. Yeah. And I also like, don't that's want when anything. Everyone's rent was like $200 a month. Yeah. Yeah. My mom showed me the receipts from her college tuition and it was like yeah. maybe $300. And I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We live in a great time. <laughs> yep. We live in a really great country, actually. Yeah. Um, but we lucked out with this apartment. Yeah. I'm I'm grateful, honestly. 
I was going to say, oh, um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think you are more booba or kiki? I see. I feel like I change my answer every time. Mm. I think I'm a booba. I think I'm a kiki. That's that's really cute. And I think boobas <laughs> and kikis go hand in hand. Go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, if you have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> there's a whole Wikipedia article on the booba kiki effect. Because they did this study um, like mental associations with arbitrary words that these words aren't real. They made them up. But they have one shape that is sharp and spiky and one shape that is round and soft. And yeah. I'm sure you can guess which one is which. Yeah, take a second. Which one's which one's spiky? Kiki or Booba? It's Kiki. It's Kiki. Kiki yeah. is the sharp, spiky one. Obviously. And Booba is the round, soft one. Because, like, K's, K's are spiky. But, like, they're not. Who said that? But they've got, like, lines but, like, actually, and Booba, like, the B. But it's like, also, like, circular. you know... I don't even think you need to have it written down to know. Yeah. Because, like, I yeah. I mean, cuh sound is, like, sharp and spiky. Even though it's not, but it is. Yeah. And, like, booba. <laughs> and, like, kiki. You know? Yeah. So, a significant amount of participants in the study assigned the correct names to these objects. Wow. It says that... Even individuals who are congenitally blind said that Kiki was the spiky one. And Wait, so how did they... What? That's crazy. That's really cool. How did they even know what they looked like? If Did they like just feel them on a page or something? Maybe. Yeah, they felt round and pointy shapes, ah. and then they assigned either Kiki or Buba to it. So it has nothing to do with sight. It's just this innate association that we have with sounds. Because I'm assuming... I mean, maybe not, since Ks are kind of spiky. Maybe a deaf person would still be able to assign those names in a way that felt more correct to them. Yeah. You know? Because, like, yeah, you're right. Like, B and O and U are all very, like, rounded shapes as letters. And then K and I are just, like... Like lines. Like They're just lines and like no curves at all. And lowercase a is a curve. Yeah, exactly. So just think about that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But that also, again, goes back to like this concept of like ideograms and like just assigning like innate meaning and a concept to ultimately an arbitrary shape or symbol. Ooh, there's something called ideasthesia, which Ooh. is like synesthesia, but it's where activations of concepts evoke perception like sensory experiences. Wow. So it's like if you think of the concept of time, you might see like the color green or something. That's pretty cool. That's really interesting, actually. Or like a lot of like numbers, like people will have associations with numbers and letters where like three is green and smells oh, yeah, like I a river. That. And then it's like... Like, that's ideasthesia. I've heard that called grapheme color synesthesia. Yeah. Which is kind of like grapheme being, like, written. Yeah. Like, color. So, like, all of my my whole alphabet and all, like, the, you know, ten digits all, for me, have specific colors that are just, like, it's not that I associate it with. It's, like, I look at a three and it's, like, yeah, that's yellow. Huh. That's pretty cool. And that's the same for letters. 
and also days of the week. Cool. Mm-hmm. I usually that's taste things when people talk, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. I don't really have things for sound. Sometimes like music will feel like certain like not like shapes, but it kind of has like a you know it kind of has yeah, like a shape like a vibe to and aura. it and like a yeah. I don't even. It's not even really with color for me. It's just like almost like a spatial yeah thing with music yeah which is weird i think a lot more people are synesthetic than are advertised yeah because i used to think synesthesia was like oh when you hear a saxophone being played you see crazy colors yeah and it's like some people might have more vivid experiences Mm -hmm. but it's really kind of minor for a lot of people not minor just like more subtle i guess yeah and our brains like you think that everyone you know has the same like associations yeah so like everything's so close it's so easy for things to be crossed in the brain yeah and it's it's like i don't i don't think it's the same as synesthesia but you i see a lot of arguments online and discourse about like what subjects in school get which color binders okay what color is math math it's weird because the the word math for me is green but I associate math with red. Okay, yeah, like, math is I would red. always give math the red binder. Yeah, and science is Because, green. like, addition and subtraction to me is, like, kind of red and, like... Yeah. You know. Science is green. Science, yeah. I think, yeah, science is green. <laughs> I have to, like, think back to what... Because I remember my AP Bio binder was green. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a lime green. That's what I gave it. Yeah. But I've also had a purple science binder before. Yeah, I can, do, I can see purple, but usually I reserve purple for English or blue. Mm. English is always just some other color for me. Blue <laughs> is always history. People. Blue is social studies. I would always do yellow as history. Maybe yeah. because I like history the no. least and I like yellow the least. Mm. But like just be me. <laughs> English for me, like it's been pink. Like I've had a pink Ooh, binder. Yeah, because, like, I can see that. When I had like language arts, that was like pink. Language arts. And then writing was blue. Wow, remember that? Language arts. That was always pink for me. But then like kind of AP lit, AP language, that was always like, I had a black binder and a mm-hmm. black notebook. And that's... Interesting. That's what I gave it. So I, I, and I don't really feel very strongly. I would say math is the only one that I'm like, yeah. math is red. Like, come on. I feel like asking people what color math is is always the most contentious because people get really heated about it yeah everything else is kind of like okay it could be anything but like math is red math is red <laughs> like that's the only one i really feel that strongly about like all the other ones i'm and also like history being blue okay. for me it's like social studies dark blue like yeah that will always be my go-to i just don't care about history yeah and i don't care about <laughs> it either that like it doesn't make sense but like for science it's like uh, it's got to be either green or purple i yeah. would say I mean, like, the best, science I, the best science I ever, ever did was when I was extracting uh, stuff from peppers. Mm. And I was, like, you know, crushing up peppers and then adding a solvent and then yeah. extracting it, like, filtering it. And the liquid would be bright green. Like, yeah. vivid green in this beaker. And it just felt so much like I was a scientist on TV. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is yeah. it. But here's the interesting <laughs> thing. So in, like, high school, middle school, science is just, like, all-inclusive. Yeah. But different subjects of science kind of yeah. have different color associations for me. So chemistry is yellow. Why? Because it is. No, it's not. Because the word chemistry is yellow for me. That's C dumb. is yellow. That's dumb. I don't like that. Okay. Chemistry is green. Bio is blue. 
Bio's blue. Physics is but also orange. Green. I associate it more with green, but the word biology is blue. <laughs> but it's also like kind of green though. It's kind of I don't know. It's weird because like usually for me, like the colors of a word is like whatever the first letter is. Interesting. Unless yeah. it's the the name of a color or it's mm. a word associated with a color. If that makes sense. Sure. So like, for example, the word yellow. It's like, yeah, obviously that's going to be, like, yellow. Yeah. But Ys for me are, like, green. Okay. Which isn't yellow, obviously. I could see it, because a Y kind of looks like a G. Is a G green? No. Okay. A G is kind of, like, orange. (laughs) (laughs) A G is kind of, like, orangey-brown. Huh. But green is, like, yeah, green. And then also, like, the only one I can think of is, like, wood or, like, mud Mm. are both, like, brown. Yeah. Even though... W is kind of like grayish, dark black, and M is green also. I could see that. J is red, though. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is weird. Red flag. Makes J. sense. Red J, flag. red flag. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. Anyway. Well, anyway. How would you use this emoji? It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny to use if you're like mad at someone yeah like, shut up yeah if you're arguing <laughs> just like, like bah, 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 yeah mute. you, you want to silence them you're just like, i think it's funny to just like mute people just be like i'm muting you mute yeah and just taunt great. them and like anything they say you're just like that is pretty good you could even send it with like the little like you know the effect that makes it fly around the screen. <laughs> yeah that's one of my favorite ones every time you send send me something i don't like i'm gonna do that <laughs> Yeah, the dislike reaction is out. Now yeah. you just send the mute emoji and, like, have it swirl around the yeah. person. It would be funny in a group chat, too. I love taunting people. I know. But I'm usually... I don't like making people mad at me, so I usually don't <laughs> do it. But it's one of my favorite things. I love taunting people. Yeah. I'm like a little storybook villain. <laughs> I taunt, I'll taunt you. From yeah. across the river... Yeah, like a little elf boy. Yeah. I could see it. I think that's fun. <laughs> that would be a fun, like, D&D character to play. I've always wanted to play, like, an evil character that's, like, yeah. actually, like, they're not, like, evil evil, but they're, like, doing things for their own personal gain. Oh, yeah. They're not selfless. Like, they're not a hero. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really fun. To play. It would be fun. We should join a D&D group. I really want to. Because I, I have, like, two characters that I've kind of, like, made character sheets for already because i'm like these would be really fun to play yeah the last time i played i was charles the horse and that's pretty good all my cousins were well it was it was already made oh but i showed up late and they were like do you want to play this horse that we've been trying to ride and i was like absolutely i do yeah then all my cousins were trying to ride me and i was like no (laughs) (laughs) and then somebody gave me a carrot and i was like okay fine (laughs) you can ride me and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then I was playing a, some guy named, like, Dr. Biddlebottom or whatever. That's pretty But good. his first name was Doctor. Yeah, but he so wasn't an actual doctor. He was, like, training to be a cleric Aww. or whatever. So they'd be like, is there a doctor? And he'd be like, me. And then they'd be like, can you heal this guy? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> My name is Doctor. That reminds me of that. I think it was a Vine, maybe. It's, um, like, on a plane. And it's like, please, is there a doctor anywhere? And he's like, oh, I have a... A degree in philosophy? <laughs> I have a PhD in theoretical math. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, not helpful. Yeah. I want to be that person. No, I would love to be that. Isn't yeah. the sentence, Ed edited it, crazy? 
Edited it. Ed edited it. Ed edited it. Yeah. yeah I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like how that feels. It's one of the worst things about the English language. Yeah. Also, when you have, when whenever you say had had, ugh. Well, do you know that um, the what is it? It's not even like buffalo. A, a joke or whatever, but it's like buffalo, how, buffalo, how buffalo, you... buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. Well, yeah, that's like a real sentence. Yeah. And then there's the one where it's like, how can you say had seven times in a sentence and make it make sense? And it's like this person is putting up a sign that's supposed to say like. John and sons, or like and in, in a sentence seven times. Oh, yeah. How can you say and in a sentence seven times? And they're putting up a sign that's like John and sons. And it's like the space between John and 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 sons. Yes. Was too too wrong. So yeah. they had to redo it. And that makes me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is one with the word had about like seven or eight times yeah. in a sentence. It's like. Um, well, they had had had. Yeah. Had 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 a better effect. On yeah, the teacher. Whatever. Yeah, that's annoying too. Sometimes like, I'm really annoying with my uh, grammar when I'm texting. But if ever I have to put like had had, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Not. I I always think that's it's really annoying. And then I'll I'll see a video where someone is like saying just some nonsense kind of sentence like fish when blue have something, and it's and then they translate it into like French or something, and it's like fee 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 fee. Oh yeah, I was watching, God. like, a video of, like, people saying 55,555 in German or something, and it was like... Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay, the sentence refers to two students, James and John, who are required by an English teacher to describe a man who had suffered from a cold in the past. John writes, the man had a cold, which the teacher marks incorrect. While James writes the correct, the man had had a cold. James's answer being more grammatical resulted in a better impression on the teacher. The sentence is James, while John had had had, had 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 had, had 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 a better effect on the teacher. Yeah. How horrible. <laughs> I don't like it. How gruesome. How painful. What a weird language we have. Yeah. I I think it's really, it's interesting though. And the buffalo one is, oh, it's seven buffaloes. I thought it was only five. Yeah. It's like... I've looked at diagrams trying to figure it out. It's like they're a buffalo from Buffalo and they're fighting other buffalo or like two buffalo something is to like. Yeah, to bully basically. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo, buffalo, meaning buffalo. Buffalo from Buffalo. From Buffalo, New York. That other buffalo from New York. Yeah. Buffalo. Other buffalo from New York. Okay. So it's buffalo, buffalo. Mm-hmm. That, I'll put a that in there. That, that buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. That buffalo, buffalo. Bully. Yeah. Buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. Okay. <laughs> so the whole sentence real. is buffalo, 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 buffalo. Yeah. Did you get all that? I hope so. Oh my gosh. It's it's a lot. <laughs> well, do you have anything more to say about this speaker guy? I found a picture of a dynamic loudspeaker, which is just dynamic loudspeaker? I guess that's what they um they modeled the symbol on. Huh. I've never seen anything that looks like that before. That's pretty cool. I guess, like, if you look at, like, a normal speaker, like a box. They've got, like, two of them in there. And then this is, like, inside. Yeah, so you just see the outside. 
Oh. Which is weird because, like, nobody's, nobody sees, like, the speaker. It's yeah, just like, but again, we just know. But we just know. But that's what it means. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I always thought it was, like, kind of a megaphone thing, but then it makes more sense that it's, like, actually a, <laughs> a speaker. Device. A yeah. speaker. Hmm. Crazy. Well, we did it. Another one down. What do we do next? Okay. I've randomized again because. I don't want to use brain power. Lame. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. That's so valid. But we got this alien. The alien. alien. And I really like him. The alien. So we're going to do him. And what a good emoji. That used to be all the rage in like 2010. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone use the alien emoji anymore? I do. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. Awkward. Well, I like him. I just, I mean, I guess we'll talk about how to use him. Yeah, we will. I'll talk. I have a lot to say. Yeah. I don't want to spoil. So keep an eye out for the alien next week. Keep an eye out for aliens in general. Yeah. There's been some crazy stuff stuff. on the news. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think aliens are real? Let us know at uh, theemojipodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at theemojipodcast. Yeah. Send us your pictures of aliens. Yeah. (laughs) Real pictures only, please. Real aliens only. Yes. Please. Special thanks to Tommy Shenfield for the intro and outro music that you're about to hear. And make sure your speakers are not muted. Yeah, turn those speakers up. Um, turn the volume up. For this one. Because it's good. Yeah, it's really good. He's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I've been at I'm going to lie down, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I've been Callie. This is, um, was the Emoji Podcast. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.